Hello, I am Adam Ganong. And I'm Jenna Noor. And you're listening to The Rules, an improv writing podcast where we workshop, write, and perform stories, all while following a strict set of rules. Very strict. That's a very important part of this podcast. It's very important. The namesake, I believe, is what it's called. <laughs> I do believe it is called The Rules. It's right there in the name. Yes, you're right. It, my bad. I have forgotten the name of our own podcast. Hmm. I'm not prepared for this. I was mm-hmm. preparing for a podcast called The Namesake. Even worse, I thought it was the name Saki. So I've been literally <laughs> drinking Saki, like preparing my palate to be like, that one's, that is another rice wine. Yeah, I just, I bring in just like a platter of just indistinguishable beverages and you have to find which one is Saki. Oh yeah, that one's also good. You try them all, you're like, oh. I think sake. that one's turpentine again. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got me. They're all turpentine. Aha, that is the gimmick. All right, Jenna Noor. How are you? I'm good. Well, it has been a few weeks since we recorded. Mm-hmm. There have been some happenings in those weeks. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So, namingly, I was very sick. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you were witness to this. I was witness. Mm-hmm. Witness. Yes. So I had, it could have been one of a few things, but basically I was very dizzy. I was kind of like falling around everywhere. Yeah. I was put on like bed rest for a few days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. recording has been a bit difficult. Yes. Over the past few weeks, but we're back. We are back. We're on mic. We're in stewed. We're on the pod. <laughs> in stewed. <laughs> in stewed. <laughs> we're in stewed, man. Welcome to the stewed. All right. The dude stewed. <laughs> Don't ever say that to me again. Okay. I'm sorry. And, uh, and we do need to come up with some rules for this week. Yes, we do. So we well, got We oh. don't need to come up with the rules. No, you're right. Because mm-hmm. our kind friends have been, <laughs> because our friends <laughs> have been kind enough to give us a couple different prompts. So we just need to pick out what we want to do. Mm-hmm. Are any sticking out to you? Yes, there are two that are sticking out to me. And I'm very curious to see if they're sticking out to you as well. Okay, give me one of yours. A quaint town that's housing something. Oh, yes. So that was submitted by our good friend. Member of the podcast, Dave Kiney. Mm-hmm. I really like that one. Me too. So one of the ones that was sticking out to me was Ghost Pepper Challenge. Ooh. And we already have riff, ribbed about this a little bit, gone we back have. and forth. Yes. I love the idea of Ghost Pepper Challenge, though. Okay. And that one was submitted by our friend Marcy mm-hmm. on Facebook, on our Facebook page. Yeah. I'm liking the Ghost Pepper Challenge one more and more, the more mm-hmm. I think about it. So this, of course, is coming from like the YouTube meme of like is it eating a ghost pepper or like that ghost pepper chip yeah oh like Mm -hmm. everything just anything that people can do to like cause themselves pain yes so So yes this is this is an important like moment to do a little disclaimer we are not going to do the ghost pepper challenge that's not what this is about (laughs) please no so normally what the ghost pepper challenge is is so there's there's a different one i guess it's pepper dorito the really popular one online is the carolina reaper Mm. so you, you eat an entire Carolina Reaper, which is an insanely hot pepper, and then you go for five minutes without drinking. There is also, the ghost pepper is like the second hottest pepper, and mm. it's the same deal, basically. Mm-hmm. So basically, yeah, the idea online is people just post videos of them eating this pepper or making their friends eat this pepper that's insanely mm. hot, mm-hmm. and then just you get five minutes of torture. And mm-hmm. some, yeah. Sometimes it's really funny, and sometimes mm-hmm. it is not. Can I make a co-host and friend promise to you right now? Yes, please. I will never accidentally trick you into doing the Ghost Pepper Challenge. Thank you. I will never trick you or any other members involved with the show <laughs> into eating any sort of hot pepper. Thank I do you. like hot food, but... You gotta know. It's gotta be consensual. Yes. Yes, it does. <laughs> However, tricking me to drink turpentine, not a problem. <laughs> I also will not do that. Okay, so yeah, I'm liking Ghost Pepper Challenge. Okay. You're liking a town with something quaint? A quaint town where something is happening. A quaint town housing something. Sorry. I knew I'd get to it eventually. <laughs> yes. Mine was mine was not even close. Uh, do we want one more? Do we want to stick with those? Let's see. Is there anything else that was standing out to you? I was also really liking... It was actually two that Dave had submitted that were standing out to me. So the second one was in the form of a letter. 
Mm. I really liked that one. Yeah, that one's really good. Mm-hmm. What are you feeling? Are you having any initial, yeah. making any uh, initial I connections between the three? I automatically accidentally started going into uh, into brainstorming stuff. That's okay. So yeah, let's go with those three. All right. So we've talked about it. I think we know what we want to do. So think, sorry, stepped on you. That's literally stepped on me. You guys didn't hear that over mic, but very loud crunch. <laughs> yes. I will be limping for a while, but that's fine, right? Because we're ready to write. We are ready to write. So without further ado, here are the rules. So our first rule comes from Dave Kiney on Facebook. You must write a story about a quaint town that's housing something. The next one is from Marcy, also on Facebook, and it is Ghost Pepper Challenge. Our third and final rule for today's episode also, again, comes from Dave Kiney on Facebook. You must write in the form of a letter. And I like that one so much. Me too. I think that's like you and Phil in the first season had started playing with form a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it'll be interesting to carry that over. Jumping right in. Okay. Loving the idea of a pepper mm-hmm. who has been eaten by somebody mm-hmm. and now from the great beyond is... I'm writing a letter to say, <laughs> why did you do that to me, mm-hmm. buddy boy? That's good. That's I had good. a I had a family. Mm-hmm. He did. Would pepper? Would the peppers marry other peppers, or like, like a pepper <laughs> married to a tomato? It's 2017, Adam. <laughs> a pepper can marry whatever vegetable they want. Okay, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, like a tomato. Just not not those stupid cucumbers. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is a safe space. <laughs> I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> No vegetable prejudice allowed on this podcast. No. If if it was like a pepper and a tomato, they would make like a little salsa baby. It <laughs> hurts melting. <laughs> if anyone wants to make Ooh. t-shirts or animations for a salsa baby, yes, please. There actually is a bunch of uh, animation based around this topic already. It's called Veggie Tales. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's get into brainstorming. Any first impressions? Any ideas right off the bat? Hmm. Well... When I was looking through the rules initially, I was immediately making a connection between a quaint town that's housing something and the form of a letter. Mm-hmm. I thought that was a really easy leap to think of like somebody writing home like, mom, I don't know what's happening. Like I'm here for university, but like things are really weird. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should have come to like open house last spring to see what the school is all about because I think this town is hiding something. Right. Mm-hmm. But the ghost pepper challenge, that throws a bit of a wrench in my in my initial brainstorming, but that's a good thing. I think it's good to be thrown into unknown territory. Yes, that's what we're mm-hmm. about here at the rules. That's true. Constraints, forcing creativity. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking like along the same lines as you with like the ghost, the ghost pepper being an actual ghost. But I'm thinking that maybe it's like a ghost of a person who's like presenting some pepper related challenge. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Here's another one. I okay. just thought of this. I'm going to quickly go down this trail so we can come back to this one because I feel like that's the strongest thread. Okay. Uh, so a lottery kind of deal. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like Shirley Jackson, the lottery? Yeah. Okay. So it's someone It's someone writing about, you know, I'm at this quaint, cute little town. Everything seems normal. They're having a lottery. Loser of the lottery has to do the ghost pepper challenge. Oh. So it's like mm. the lottery, but way more mild. I like that. So this is like, this is a town that like... Call it 30 years from now when the YouTubers of today hold political power. Oh my and gosh. Like, how are we going to punish our citizens? <laughs> and instead of like jail time or community service, all of those systems have been overhauled. And it's oh, like, I sentence you. you must, I sentence you to make a ghost pepper challenge video, but nobody will ever watch it and you will gain no popularity or audience. <laughs> I challenge you to commit the ghost pepper challenge and your video will be demonetized. Yeah, I like that. Yes. <laughs> I'm glad you took me down this path, Adam. Thank you. Yeah, it's a, it's a good path to go down. It is. Hmm. Yeah, now I'm I'm kind of thinking maybe now that I would like to do a bit of a back and forth letter. Like maybe a couple letters back and forth. Like it's yeah. sort of a dialogue going between these two people. So I can't remember the story. Oh, I guess it was kind of journal entries. Me and Philip kind of did this in uh, Ghost Riders in the Sky, mm-hmm. which I think is an episode you have not heard because we've took it down, mm-hmm. taken it down since. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, letters going back and forth that also follows the form of 
I guess they're not really back and forth, but I really, really like the book Frankenstein. Mm. So it reminds me of that. Mm. So maybe, um, so maybe a Frankenstein kind of deal. So there's a crazy taste professor living in this town um, and he's working on a crazy salsa that he doesn't want anyone to know about. He's, he's just like he's gathering home. discarded pieces, <laughs> like building a new food. <laughs> and, and he keeps he keeps shocking it so it just burns and he's like yeah it's alive and then like bam bam keep it down up there mm-hmm. so in this case the ghost the ghost of the pepper is like one of his like failed peppers that he tried to like splice together <laughs> and oh, it yes. died on the table and now it's just like a ghost that haunts his like food laboratory Ooh. I love this and he could that that would be the what's being hidden in the quaint town, mm-hmm. what's being housed in the quaint town. So here's here's another one: a town that's housing like a secret. Mm-hmm. So someone, it's I feel like it's a classic horror story kind of trope where there's somebody passing through a town, mm-hmm. and then when they get into this town, it's very spooky. The villagers and, all, are not and it what seems they like here. all the villagers have something to hide. And then you know the guys like you know why. Why are they, why is there blue cheese outside of everybody's door on a little tiny altar? And they're like, "Oh, don't you worry about that. You just keep driving on through our town. You ain't got to worry about that." And then um, it turns out like, so maybe they have one of those things where it's like twelve insanely hot hot wings. If you eat them all, mm. you you get your meal free. And some traveler who was coming through tried it and died <laughs> of heat overload and flavor overload because they were good wings and now he haunts this town and the only way to appease him is like blue cheese outside their door Mm -hmm. and so that and the whole town is riddled with guilt about this Mm -hmm. but you know who are you gonna call can't call them ghostbusters because we cannot afford to have (laughs) that music in here (laughs) no so like a no name maybe like (laughs) the poltergeist poppers I don't know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Fulter guys poppers i mean we could try and come up with something better than that but it won't happen adam and you know that that's true <laughs> so yeah that's another one i do like the idea of someone died eating hot food in this town and now everyone is like riddled with guilt mm-hmm. and there or have you ever seen the movie wicker man no neither have i but i <laughs> i've seen i've seen videos online making fun of the version that has uh, our dear, dear friend, friend of the show, Nick Cage. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Cage, we love you. Please come on the rules. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, I would love to have him on the rules so much. He would be so good at this. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure that the way it goes is they sacrifice people to the gods to like improve their crops or okay. something. Okay. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. So sorry. So something like that where people are, they sacrifice someone to the ghost pepper challenge <laughs> in return for bountiful like... Uh, because, you know, no one grows real crops anymore, but uh, Farmville crops. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of crops? Farmville. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what I I thought you were going for. Sorry. It was so muffled. It's all right. I, I just get so excited when I talk about Farmville. <laughs> oh, tractors and carrots Listen, and Adam, whatever you do in Farmville. Adam, you know, this is a Stardew Valley household. <laughs> I do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's all right. I'll forgive you. Um, so, yeah, I've been talking too much. Jenna. Mm-hmm. What's bouncing around in that head of yours? Hmm. I think I'm definitely still leaning toward what my initial impressions were. So the idea, I guess it's kind of some of the similar themes that we've talked about, that rather that you were just talking about. So like the idea of somebody coming to town, things are not what they appear. They're writing home to talk about um, but what they're seeing. So I'm, I am thinking that I'm going to do it. Probably somebody who's gone away to university. I like the idea that it's a ghost who has a challenge related to peppers. That I have yet to figure out. Mm -hmm. I don't know yet. I think it's going to come out in the writing. I think, yeah, I like the idea of a ghost with a challenge to do with peppers. I also think it'd be funny. So um, another book that I think it was just a common way to write back then. um, Dracula is a similar Mm -hmm. way where it's a guy writing home for the first bit of it Mm -hmm. about his experience. Mm -hmm. So someone writing home like... Dear Beatrice, mm-hmm. tonight as I slept, I felt a cold shiver run across my spine, and mm-hmm. I opened my eyes, and there was at the foot of the bed a ghost, oh. a, pe- <laughs> a pepper, large and looming over me. You know, the famous pepper scene from Dracula. I'm familiar with it, yeah. Because, <laughs> um, you know, 
Because Dracula, like, not a lot of people realize this. Dracula liked blood. He liked cooking, too. Like, Mm -hmm. he wasn't going in with no flavor at all. Mm -hmm. Like, they cut... I mean, a lot of people are reading the abridged version that, like, skips out where, like... He, like, meticulously chops the garlic and... Mm -hmm. And the guy keeps waking, like... So, like, the in the abridged version, he wakes up in the bed Wait, and... Dracula can't have garlic? <laughs> See, he just... It's, like, a guilty pleasure of his. Like, he doesn't, like, pe- want people to, like, know that he, like, likes garlic. Okay. Um, It's embarrassing because one time he had a get over and they're like, ooh, like, your breath smells weird. He's like, there's nothing. It's halitosis. Go to bed. <laughs> Isn't that part of the Dracula myth? It is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> it is, though. I was though. gonna yeah. say, am I going garlic, crazy? no. Well, maybe he's chopping onions then. So yeah, he's chopping onions and he's crying, and mm. um, and the guy like keeps waking up. He's like, "What are you doing?" He's rubbing his eye rub all of Just go back to sleep. <laughs> I'll come in in half an hour and flip you over and do the other side. Yeah. <laughs> like, is that malt vinegar? Don't worry about it. Put this apple in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> no questions. <laughs> so what I was thinking though is. Guy is laying in bed and he wakes up and the ghost is like, oh, I have yet three challenges for you to complete before the night is o'er. You must eat this entire pepper. And the guy's like, mm, this is a, I'm, I'm so sorry. This is green pepper. <laughs> yes. Is that, I'm so sorry. Is that not, is that not what they meant by the pepper challenge? It's like, no, this is, this is not hot at all. Is that, uh, that's a red you just got red, green, and yellow peppers, bud. That's, they're not hot at all. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so embarrassed. I thought it was just a vegetable thing. Like, people aren't eating their vegetables. Yeah, it's just Michelle Obama's secret plan to get people to eat vegetables. It's Michelle's legacy. So, I just want to tell you, Mr. Ghost, we are so glad to have you on staff. We are very excited about our food guide initiative to get people eating Yes, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. <laughs> I do see here that you have not worked for a hundred years. Uh, what was what was going on in, in between there? <laughs> oh, you know, just death and all, just trying to navigate the afterlife. <laughs> I went around Europe for, for a few few hundred years, just trying to find myself and you know find my body, which was lost at sea. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I need, I am talking. I like it. I also, this will not play into my story at all. I don't think, but I really like the idea that the ghost pepper challenge was born out of Michelle Obama telling young people to eat their vegetables. Yes. I mean, that's where it was born in real life, unless I'm mistaken. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I know we're run. we, we've talked a lot already, but I still, I do, I want to talk a little bit more about what the challenge could be in my story. Yes, please. I, I would like to talk about the, well, I'm, I am really hijacking a lot of the bits here. So mm-hmm. that's fair. I Very need you funny. to take over. Mm-hmm. I have so, like a few initial ideas, but I, I can't necessarily figure out how they might translate into a story. So I'm thinking that maybe it could be like part of an initiation ritual for like a secret society that this person has encountered at university. And they sign up to it thinking that it's like a sorority or like a, a sports team or something like that. Yes. But there's like, ugh, I don't know. See, that's I'm not making that final connection. I need your help. So it, it is funny if they thought they were they were joining something, but mm-hmm. it was like, oh, you're about to join the League of Ghosts. Mm-hmm. It's like, Wait, what? Mm-hmm. Yes. Did you not know? You will. Uh, you're going to have to die. I really like the idea that it's a sorority the more that I think of it. They'd be called like Phi Gamma Paprika or something. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Okay, I think I have my story. (laughs) Oh, that's very good. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Okay. Yeah, I think... I think Phi Gamma Paprika tells me everything that I need to know about what is going to unroll here today. That's too good. Now I'm feeling self-conscious, <laughs> tossing all these stupid ghost ideas, and then you toss that out there and just make me fool of me. You're doing great, Adam. You're doing great. Thank you. You're welcome. This is very good, though. Mm-hmm. Oh man, I just gotta, I just gotta roll this around in my head like sure. a little bit more. Okay. I, so basically, what's going on right now is like I've got that that sweet Frank's Red hot hot sauce, mm-hmm. which is a sponsor of the show. Go buy some, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure that they just pay us because I mentioned them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we didn't have to do any work beforehand to secure that sponsorship. No, it'll they, they should have a Google alert set up. They are a very large corporation. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
Um, so I've got that and I've got the wings and now I just need to put those into the pan and toss them a little bit and get them good and then just mm-hmm. put them out on the plate and like put some of that salary there that like people don't really want to eat. Mm-hmm. But then like by the time you've eaten the wings, you're like, well, I got to eat it now because mm-hmm. I still feel hungry. I want to keep talking. Exactly. Yeah. So you've lost me a little bit, but is the bowl your story and you're putting all the parts in and tossing and seeing what happens or? What? Nope. The, the hot sauce and the wings are the story okay. and everything else is just a goof. The bowl's the podcast. The bowl's the podcast. Yes. Go. Okay. And the plate is when we perform them after we come back from the break no the plate's just a plate oh you lost me dude <laughs> i guess in theory the plate is a is the word document mm, that's true yeah the yeah. performance is when we eat them yes oh, I, I need to stop thinking about it. In, in theory the <laughs> the publishing and listening of the podcast is, is when they're consumed because mm-hmm. we aren't eating them other people are eating them unless this is one of those things where people like to watch other people eat stuff mm-hmm Mm, I'm not about that. So okay. you guys will have to go elsewhere for that content yes, please. to Adam's private YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Adam eats. Adam Adam eats. Adam eats. <laughs> I am sponsored by the American. Sean Spicer was very excited about this project. <laughs> He's on the gum episode. <laughs> yeah. You guys just chew gum together. <laughs> the way I got the sponsorship is I was like, yes, I will do it. And I will eat a Trump steak in every single one. And they were like, Yes, please. Oh, gosh. Please film that and send it to us. I cannot emphasize enough just how much this show is not affiliated with the Trump administration. Not at all. Not at all. Oh, I do feel sick to my stomach now, though. I shouldn't have even made that joke. (laughs) You shouldn't have eaten those hot wings either. No. I do regret not cooking that chicken in retrospect. (laughs) Um, I'm really liking the idea of someone rolling on into town and just a bunch of people sitting around and being, being suspicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Suspect. This actually happened to me once. Okay. So my friend Matt and I mm-hmm. were driving back from Prince Edward Island, mm-hmm. beautiful Canadian province mm-hmm. back to New Brunswick, the beautiful Canadian province in which we live. Mm-hmm. And you would think I would know how to navigate my own very, very small province. Mm-hmm. However, I do not. And so we ended up, on a small back road this like this feels like i'm making it up but this is a real story okay so we drove for a while and then realized we were basically lost neither of us had data plans this was a little while ago Mm -hmm. and we saw this creepy gross old strip mall oh no it was just kind of in the like in this like overly small town Mm -hmm. and literally this is not a joke there were two old men sitting out front just in like rocking chairs, oh. just like rocking back and mm-hmm. forth, mm-hmm. legit. So we pull on up and we get out and we go over and we're like, hey guys, uh, we're trying to get to Fredericton and we just need to find out how to get back to the highway. Mm-hmm. And they say, oh, you know, you just go down past the old mill there, take a left to go up and you're going to be right back on there. And we're like, thank you. That's so nice. And they go, or... You could take the old Fredericton Road. (laughs) (laughs) To which we respond, please do tell. I can't even remember because I couldn't believe this was happening. Mm -hmm. But then they described this old road Mm -hmm. that leads to Fredericton. Mm -hmm. And we just say, oh, intriguing. However, the highway does sound close. And like, "Mm, yes, the highway is close. Or you could take the old Fredericton Road. And this is not a goof. This happened in real life. Those men you. could be sitting out in front of that strip mall mm-hmm. to this day. Probably. So tell me, when you drove away from them, did you look in the rearview mirror and there was just two empty rocking chairs rocking away on the porch? Yeah. But it turns out that they had they had run and leaped onto the vehicle. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As old men are wont to do. Mm-hmm. Move quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing that story. That was great. You're welcome. I'm glad, you're, I'm glad you were alive to tell it. I am too. Or am I? Ooh. Also, I need you to eat this pepper. <laughs> oh, Bam! No. Ghost pepper <laughs> challenge! You've been ghost pepper challenged. Oh. I oh it could pro- be a game show. I thought you a game promised show. me. Ooh. Sorry. A game show. Run by a ghost. Mm-hmm. Or, or for ghosts. Ooh. All ghosts. Four ghosts. <laughs> By You're ghosts? listening to Ghost Pepper Challenge, a game show led by ghosts for ghosts, sponsored by ghosts. This week, <laughs> a family of ghosts. Yeah. 
Ghost goggles. You ever find when you're flying around, your eyes are getting way too dried out? Ghost goggles are the thing of the future for you. We have another satisfied customer here to talk with them. Mm, yes, I used to have my eyes so dried out. Now <laughs> I'm a disembodied, almost gaseous form being. My eyes were also driving out with ghost goggles. A weird item I cannot describe that somehow adhere themselves to my body. Okay. My eyes have never been more safe, I guess. Who knows? I am loving the can of worms that you just opened about advertising and products for ghosts. <laughs> I feel like there's a whole episode here. Yes. People, stay tuned. This is going to become later in this season. Oh, we have to do an episode about products for ghosts. Oh, yeah. Oh, we could do old-timey commercials. Adam. We'll get there. Yes. All things in time. Anyways, I think we have ideas, but after all that talk about advertisements, mm -hmm. I do believe we should go to some of our, our own advertisements. Ooh, mm. I believe it is time for that. So we will see you. Uh, well, I will see you after the break. I Am I not going to be here? <laughs> no, you do have to leave. I cannot write while there's anybody <laughs> in the room. Am I being let go? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I did not want to tell you this. You are... Um, mm. Oh, this is so hard. Uh, yeah, I mean, Phil's something? coming back, so. <laughs> Did Phil leave? Like, he hasn't been on the, the episodes lately, but he's still a member of this podcast. <laughs> no, I mean, Phil is, is physically coming back only to do uh, the recording, and then he'll be going back to Halifax. We're, we're going to start doing, like, a long-distance thing, so. Um, this is still so confusing. Why can't I be here? <laughs> Did Phil uh, leave just to get away from my physical presence? <laughs> I almost just said, I don't make the rules, but I guess I kind of do now. <laughs> oh. hey, but apparently I do not. Well, I guess I do. I No, this is actually, here's an interesting thing. Okay. We make the rules, mm -hmm. but we don't actually make the rules that's true. anymore. People do submit yeah, that's confusing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's going to be tr tricky in court. Do you make <laughs> the rules? Yes and no. <laughs> Who's to say? Who's to say? So, after all that roundabout talk, we did start talking about advertising, and now it is time to get to our ads. Let's do some ads. Welcome to the ads, Adam. Thank you. Glad to be here. Mm, nice to have you. So, for listeners of The Rules, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Now, Adam, this episode, we're off writing our stories right now. But yeah. from the discussion beforehand, we know that there's something spooky happening. Mm -hmm. We got some ghosts in the mix of this episode. I thought you were talking about peppers. Ooh, um, they are not the scariest of vegetables, actually. You are thinking of artichokes. Thinking, Have you seen yeah. those? Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah. Yeah, those things are messed up. Yeah. But I was talking about ghosts, okay. specifically. So, do you know another story that has ghosts in it? Ghostbusters? Yeah. Uh, technically, yes. Um, think of something that would have an audiobook, though. We're, we're going with the theme of the ad here. Mm, I think I know what you're going for here. Okay. Uh, it, is it uh, Harry Potter? It is, is it my Harry boy Potter. HP? It's your boy HP, a series that we both know and love. Yes. And now all of the Harry Potter audiobooks are available on Audible. Yeah. So Harry Potter, if you don't know, pause. Just pause this. Whatever you're listening to this on, pause it right now. And just go inform yourself about what Harry Potter is. And then come back. Harry Potter, series about a little wizarding boy, written by J.K. Rowling. But you want to know the best part about the audiobooks that are available on Audible. They're read by Stephen Fry. Yeah. Oh, man. And they are so, so good. I love them so much. And Stephen Fry, obviously, crushes it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you're a Harry Potter fan, what you need to do right now is just do a quick triage, mm -hmm. which is which of the which of the books do you want to be your free one that you are going to listen to? Mm hmm. Um, what would you choose? I would choose the first one. Yeah? So magical. Mm. I think, oh, Goblet of Fire. Ooh, I love the worse. Goblet of Fire. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but just thinking about that book makes me feel like kind of like... There's a dragon on the cover. There is a dragon <laughs> on the cover, but just like, oh, it's such a good book. Mm -hmm. And it's great in audiobook format as well. Yeah. And you can listen to it and be read to sleep. So if you want to get that to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash the rules. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash the rules. And you can get your free audiobook. 
and you can have Stephen Fry literally read you to sleep. Mm -hmm. But don't fall. If you do fall asleep, you will need to find where you're at and re-listen because you can't miss anything. You do not want to miss a second. Those books are just crammed with detail. All right, and we are back. We've written some stories, and we are all good to go. How do you feel about what you wrote? I feel pretty good about it. That's good. Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. I kind of zagged at the last minute and okay. uh, changed the ending a little tiny bit. Um, mm, ain't nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm, but I'm still happy with what I got. How about you? I'm pretty happy with what I got. I'm okay. a little bit nervous at, about it because, okay. as always, I've gone ahead and done some very weird things with the story just for the sake of comedy. Okay. So mm-hmm. we will see how that goes. Okay. Who's going to read first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay. So I have written a series of five letters back and forth. Okay. Dear mom, hello from university. I know I haven't been writing that much. As I'm sure you remember from your time here at North Memorial, time flies in the first month. My classes are going well, but you're right. This town is small and there's not a lot to do. So I decided to join a sorority to round up my schedule. I checked out a few different ones, but ultimately I decided to rush one called Phi Gamma Paprika. I don't know much about them, but they seem really focused on doing all kinds of community service and giving back, so it felt like a good fit for me. I'll let you know how it goes. Love, Rachel. Dear Rachel, so glad to hear that things are going well for you at North Memorial. You're right. I do remember my time there well, like it was yesterday. Oh, me and your father were so young back then. Anyway, I'm glad to hear that you're joining a sorority, but I don't seem to remember one called Phi Gamma Paprika. As you know, I was a member of Delta Tri Delta, so I know a thing or two about the other sororities on campus, and I can definitely tell you that that wasn't one of them. I'd be careful if I were you. It sounds like something suspicious could be going on here. Besides, you could get into Delta Tri Delta if you wanted. You're a legacy. Let me know if you want me to put in a good word. Love, Mom. Dear Mom, Thanks for your concern, but I can reassure you that it's not needed. As a Rushy, I've been spending more and more time with the sisters in the sorority, and I can assure you that nothing weird is happening here. It's all the same kind of stuff that the other chapters seem to be doing. Volunteering, tutoring little kids, hosting parties, that kind of stuff. We do have a big initiation night coming up, though, that I can't wait for. The sisters told us that us Rushies will be doing something called the Ghost Pepper Challenge to see if we have what it takes to get in. Sounds promising to me. Love, Rachel. Rachel, Allison Smith, you march your butt straight to your academic advisor's office and you tell them that those girls are hazing you. I googled this ghost pepper challenge and do you know what you have to do? They're going to make you eat a dangerously hot pepper on video and you won't even be able to drink any water. I tell you, the nervous sororities these days thinking they can just haze their rushies and get away with it. If you don't go to your advisor, I will and I'll be pulling my alumni donation too. Please let me know what happens, Rachel. Be safe and don't be stupid. Love, Mom. Dear Mom, sorry it's been a while since I wrote to you. I didn't mean to scare you with my last letter. So, it turns out that the initiation activity we had to do wasn't the ghost pepper challenge at all. I was mixed up. It was something called the pepper ghost challenge. As it turns out, there's this lonely old ghost who haunts the pepper stall at the local farmer's market. As is the tradition for Phi Gamma Paprika, all Rushies have to go talk to him to see if we can help him come to peace with this plane of existence so that he can cross over to the other side. Until now, no one had been successful, so Rushies would be judged on the work that they had put in anyway. That is, until I came along. That's right, I am the first, and I guess only, person to ever beat the Pepper Ghost Challenge. I helped him come to terms with the fact that his wife was killed in that salsa truck accident, and if he would just move on, they would be reunited in the afterlife once more. So, yeah, needless to say, I got into Phi Gamma Paprika. Guess the name will probably change now, huh? They were pretty dependent on the pepper gimmick. Hopefully some specters will begin hanging around the tomato stand. I love university. See you at Christmas. Love, Rachel. P.S. I am failing all my classes. (laughs) I should have gone to classes. Mom, I do love you and I do need money. (laughs) That is my story. Incredible. I love it. Thank you. It was very good. Thanks. I like that you got salsa in there. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Very, very good narrative of back and forth between two people. Mm-hmm. 
We'll talk about we'll talk more about it in a minute. Sure. I'm very excited to hear what you've been working on. Oh, okay. Okay. Mine's a lot weirder. Okay. The thing about letters is um, it gives you a first person and it gives you a very, 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 very personal first person. And mm-hmm. also, you know why the person is writing in first person. Okay. So I think a lot of horror writers, at least older ones, used to use it a lot, as we already discussed. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I tried to lean into. Okay. Here goes. Also, I will mention this because I feel like it's going to be confusing because of the way I did something. Okay. This is one person writing to one person. There are no response letters. Okay. (laughs) My dearest Gertrude, it was around 11 a.m. when I first drove into town. It was quaint, almost picturesque. I'm currently sitting inside one goofy ghost, a local pub, which had signs and advertisements all over promoting... And what are the chances I should stumble upon such a thing, what with my love of hot food and all, that they did in fact have the world's hottest pepper served on a hot wing. I'm sitting at a table, looking at the dingy inside, and awaiting my order of the world's hottest wings. As I wandered about trying to find the goofy ghost, I asked a local about the pub. He laughed, and his eyes darted from side to side. I know it, he said. Oh, you're going to want to go down the main street, sir. And sir, he looked around shiftily, or maybe helpfully, I'm not sure, whatever makes the story better, and said, you're going to want to try the ghost pepper challenge. If you finish them wings, they's free. I smiled, tipped my hat, and gave him a big old kiss on the cheek to thank him. That's right. In this story, that's normal. Get over it. I shall speak to you soon. Yours truly, Gertrude. P.S. I do apologize. We have the same name. (laughs) Very confusing. (laughs) Dear Gertrude. (laughs) Hey, me again. I'm writing this letter like five minutes after the last one. No idea why I stopped or why I'm not just continuing the old letter. Sorry. The waiter came over to me and asked me what I wanted to order. I mentioned their ghost pepper challenge. He looked around, his eyes darting from side to side. People in this town seem to have something wrong with their eyes. You want to do the ghost pepper challenge? He said, yes, sir. The one where I eat the world's hottest wings. You know, the ones advertised on your sign? Yes, he said in a long, drawn-out way. The world's hottest wings. He left. A man sitting at the counter drinking and in the middle of the day. What is this, college? Turned and stared at me. As soon as the waiter disappeared behind the swinging doors to the kitchen, the man got up and sauntered towards me. He got real close and whispered in my ear, You ain't gonna want to be eating them wings. Good, sir. I am in love with hot stuff, and I shall eat what I wish. I responded, not these, he said, his voice calm, yet panicked. Not these. He kissed me on the cheek, because again, like I said, normal in this story, or letter, or whatever, and left. Villagers were now looking in the windows. Word seemed to have gotten out that I was about to be eating the world's hottest wings. I could hear them talking outside, all talking about how hot the wings were. The waiter came back out. Gonna eat now. G2G. TTYL. Gertrude. Gertrude. (laughs) Gertrude, dearest. Even now, as I'm writing, I cannot fully understand what has happened. I'm cowering in the back of the restaurant and can hear the villagers' thunderous voices on the other side of the door. I picked up the first wing, preparing myself for the scovules of untold levels. As the wing touched my lips, my veins went cold. The most mild, unsavory flavor I have ever tasted flooded my mouth, and my tummy turned bitter. What is this? I said in horror, stumbling back and knocking over a novelty jukebox. Don't you like them? One of the villagers said, stepping closer. They're the world's hottest, after all. He grinned wide, showing a row of macabre teeth. Why would we lie on a sign like that? I fled in terror and now cower in the back room. I spy across the room a cupboard labeled Wings, Secret Ingredient. Oh, Gertrude. My mind rebels against the thought of discovering what lies inside that culinary cabinet, but a sick fascination draws me forward. I must know. I shall write soon. Again, really sorry this isn't just all one letter. Gertrude. Gertrude. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot speak of the things I have seen. I say, but this. I opened the cupboard. Inside was but ketchup and pepper. My mind, unable to comprehend the horror, has rebelled. And I fear I am a broken man. (laughs) If I do not return, I love you. Make sure Mr. Mittens is cared for. And please, blast my cash.
Gertrude. Excellent. Thank you. You are welcome. Uh, I took a couple risks with it, but I see they paid off. Yes, I liked the reveal of the sauce being ketchup and pepper. Very yes. funny. Something very, we talked a little bit about. Mm-hmm. People making very mild food and thinking mm-hmm. it's spicy. I also... I kind of like this is just like a super initial impression, but I thought maybe it was going to like delve into the supernatural there and that there was like some kind of curse that had been placed on the wings or something like that. But it was like, no, they're just really <laughs> they're bad wings. Really bad. <laughs> See, and like I have this I have this kind of fascination with like just odd things in the world and like mm-hmm. how they work and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just one of them is always just all of these signs all over the place that say like world's best chowder, award winning chowder, right. world's hottest wings. And just like, guys who are you fooling yes and so that's it's like there's clearly no governing body who's deciding exactly. that yeah and so that's what i decided i wanted to lean into mm. just like the idea that this whole town is protecting this secret that like they aren't the world's hottest <laughs> right? they're really bad <laughs> that's good i like that uh, i feel like you used it. you used that rule better than me i think I, or or I prefer the way that you use that rule to the way that I did. Mine was like sort of just like one mention. It was like, oh, it sounds like something shady might be going on there. Yeah. And there wasn't. But I thought I thought the way you used it, maybe not to belittle my own achievement. No, I thought it was very creative the way that you used it. Thank you. I appreciate that. I do like the way that you used it in yours. Thank you. All right. Let's delve in. Let's pick some stories apart. Sure. So I guess an initial impression, it like struck me more with your story, but maybe there was like elements of it in mine as well. But. I feel it's like we both used either like a back and forth format or like you literally infusing dialogue in the letters. Mm-hmm. Like we used a sort of like short story crutch, even though we were supposed to be writing in letter form. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I, like I'm thinking of letter writing. I wouldn't generally add dialogue to that. Yes. <laughs> now that you're saying that everything is falling apart in my hands. Yes. I mean, but it still did begin with dear Gertrude and love your beloved Sorry, we have the same name, Gertrude. Um, But I thought that was interesting. And I feel like I was like very quick to judge you for doing that. But then I realized that in my own story, like I compensated by doing back and forths. So Mm -hmm. I still had that dialogue aspect. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah, the dialogue is just because it's someone describing something that's happened over their day. Mm -hmm. And and I'm very bad. I should have done the, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So there there is a proper way to do that. I should have done the he said, I said. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I did, and I just automatically went to the normal way of writing dialogue. Mm-hmm. I thought it was good dialogue. Oh, thank you. Thank You're you welcome. very much. Mm-hmm. But this is a workshop, so we do have to get down to it. Yeah, I, I do lose a lot of points for that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, yes, the point system. Yeah, and the style. So the style I did with that, mm-hmm. as I said, there's a lot of horror writers, and there's one very specific one whom I just frankly don't want to talk about, mm-hmm. but I've read a lot of his short stories, and he wrote a lot like that. Mm-hmm. So that's why it ended up being like that yes i did think yeah. that you captured the gothic spirit super super well mm. i was having flashbacks to my like 17th century <laughs> i'm good yes i'm good 18th i was having flashbacks to my 18th century literature class i didn't even know you were alive in the 18th century what was Ooh, that like um there were a lot of ghosts back then <laughs> yeah <laughs> we seem to have sorted that out we don't get ghostified anymore for some reason but what happened to the old ghosts are they gone now oh yeah we helped them all cross over and then we made sure that there were no more new ghosts yeah i really liked yours um i the the you did the better option to get the dialogue thing across mm-hmm. which is the back and forth mm-hmm. um loved the caring loving tone of the mother mm-hmm. very well done i was expecting um maybe some more I don't even know, but my initial impression when you were talking about when the mother was like, oh, yeah, you, your father and I were love mm-hmm. or like young. Mm-hmm. I was expecting maybe it was like maybe it was going to get like a bit raunchy there or something <laughs> like, oh, I remember one time we both had a little bit to drink and we were we were out in a field and I digress. <laughs> oh, that would have been good. Mm. Would, you could just like you can just like picture like mom at home in Mississippi writing these letters. But yeah. like there's like a big bottle of wine beside her or whatever. And yeah. She's like eventually just like knocks the glass over and starts drinking from the bottle, reminiscing <laughs> about her younger years. Ooh, I like this mother character that yeah. you're crafting. I may be a little bit drunk and sentimental right now, but here's some very personal <laughs> details about my life. <laughs> Specifically as it pertains to your father. Yeah. Let me tell you about your conception, (laughs) dearest. (laughs) Oh, no. Mm, I am liking this this mother character. I think she uh, she could become 
part of the kid, part of my my body of work. <laughs> she's she's open. She's likable. She's someone you can come to. You she's can a fun trust. Mom. She's yeah, a cool she's mom. a fun mom. Yeah, mm, she's got fun mom energy. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I think this mom character is going to become like. I'm going to write her. I'm going to write more stories about her. Yes, please. She's got a yes, lot going please. on. Please. She's got a lot she's going got on. She's got a rich backstory. She does. It needs to be explored. It does. What else? I like the I like the ghost idea. Also, I'm very worried about the sorority because how how are they measuring the amount of work that went into getting rid of this ghost? Like it seems like they have a very bad acceptance ritual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it probably could be and should be a lot better. I didn't imagine any sort of like scoring rubric, but I'm sure that there's one at play. Maybe mm. the ghost like helps, like the ghost sits down with all the senior sisters and he's like, no, Melanie, she was not very comforting to me in my time of need. I didn't even see the light a little bit while we were talking. <laughs> That's good. Thank you. Or, um, or it's like they go in to talk to him mm-hmm. and it's like a very formal interview setting. Like, please, please sit down. Where do you see yourself in five years? Because mm-hmm. I'll tell you where I see myself. Still living in this <laughs> godforsaken land, just waiting to be given eternal rest. Every time I close my eyes, I see Karen pinned under that salsa truck. It'll never leave my vision until I leave this plane. I was too weak to lift the truck off her. <laughs> and on that topic, what would you say some of your biggest weaknesses are? <laughs> Ooh, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. I also like this like ghost interviewer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's also he's also a private contractor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He works for a lot of onboarding for various companies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got to make his time in this plane yeah. worthwhile, worthwhile, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're paying him or what they're paying him with. Ghost, du- ghost bucks? Mm-hmm. GBs? I mean, GBs, Great yeah. Britain pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing about your story? Mm-hmm. I really love the name Gertrude. <laughs> so funny. It's just one of those names that like, my dearest Gertrude. It just sounds like, I, I think it, it also places you within that like gothic era. Yeah. Also but another- it's also just really funny. Yeah. It's, yeah. Gertrude mm. was a perfect name because the first line I wrote was Dear Beatrice. Mm, but but then I immediately realized why I'd written down Beatrice. Mm-hmm. Series of unfortunate events. Of course. So uh, just another note about Gertrude and about the, the naming thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that I like the, the like joke that like both the, the writer and the recipient are named Gertrude. Yeah. But that's something that I really I kind of like to see in stories and in books is when two characters have the same name mm-hmm. because that happens so much in real life. Like I'm thinking of growing up and going through school and like we had three Michaels and two Matthews right. that, that followed me through like basically the first like six or seven years of grade school. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, there's a lot of like constructed like construction and artifice and stuff that goes into writing a book and so yeah there's like a real temptation to not give two characters the same name right but it's so realistic at the same time that like two people would have the same name yeah mm-hmm. that's what i was kind of going for hanging a lantern on it i like to think about that because I, I don't know about you but the only piece of media i can think of in which they've done that is arrested development mm-hmm. because they have lucille bluth and lucille austero mm-hmm. and they also have several people named um george George Michael, Michael, George Sr. True. And then one person named Michael. Mm-hmm. So they do a good job with it, but I can't think of any results where they've really done it. I'm sure I've read some YA books where there's like, in in my physics class, there's Matt R and Matt Q. Like, right. that kind of thing. But, yeah. See, and that's the, that's the thing about writing too, where it's, which I, I purposely hung a lantern on. It's very... Like in media, if two people are named the same thing, like in, in visual media, you can tell them apart because they look different. Mm-hmm. But in, in writing, mm-hmm. it's, it'd be like right. Katniss walked in and not that Katniss, the other Katniss yeah. we were talking about earlier. Yeah, they would have to be two namers throughout the entire work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it works well in the letter thing, though. Yeah. And I like that you kept, I liked you, you, you kept <laughs> restating like, and again, so sorry we have the same name, yeah. Gertrude. <laughs> It would also be funny in yours if um, someone died and they joined a sorority after they died. Mm. Ghost sorority. Mm-hmm. Ghost sorority. Mm, there's a story there too. Oh, yeah. Maybe maybe a story for another day. Mm-hmm. Any stray thoughts? Any last thing you want to tell me about your story or that you want to tell me about my story? I don't think so. 
I do love any chance to do an accent, but I'm realizing I need to start branching out because I'm leaning too much on this like sort of Southern bell, mm, which is I, very fun to do. It feels very natural in my yeah, mouth, but it sounds great. Thank you. I need to uh, dig a little deeper. Yeah. I'm, I'm decently happy with the, uh, the voices I pulled up for that one. Yeah. I liked yours. I liked the villager voices. Those were very good. Thank you. <laughs> and also like the panicked voice that you included in the last letter. My dearest Gertrude, I'm cowering in the back room. Mm. Very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Mm. I think that's all we got. Unless you got anything else to say. I think I've said it all. Phil, do you have anything to say? It's a joke. <laughs> Phil, Phil in here. <laughs> He's not here right now. He's getting the world's hottest wings. Mm -hmm. That's true. He has been gone for a very long time. We should call him. Also, here's something also. Can you imagine how disappointing it would be if you were like, if you had legit the world's best clam chowder Mm -hmm. and you were like, why is no one showing up? We put a sign up and everything. And everyone was like, yeah, right. World's best chowder. What are the chances? Oh, but okay. It's like the world's best chowder, but it's in like Sri Lanka. Right. Yeah. (laughs) so everybody everybody back in boston is like nah nah we got the world's best chowder right here in boston and then there's just like this like old woman in sri lanka just like making perfect chowder all the time and she's like nobody will come to my restaurant Uh, oh yet another story for yet another time yep yeah i'm glad with how that went as always i had the fear of there's no way I'm going to be able to write this story in this amount of time, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. But uh, we both pulled it off, as always. We both did pull it off. We had time to to edit even a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, one of the... I, I, I think it's so funny. I don't know why, though. But the fact that, like... All of these events happen within like an hour of each other, basically. Mm-hmm. But they're broken into they're broken into different letters. I thought yes. that idea yes. was so I thought funny. That was very funny. I don't know why I'm not adding this on to the previous letter, but anyway, yeah, very funny. All right, and with that, I think we we've done everything. I just want to say thank you again to Dave and Marcy for the rules. So if any of you guys have any rules you'd like us to use, you can pass them along to us on our Facebook page or tweet them to us. We tweet at the Rules Podcast. This episode has been produced by me, Jenna Noor. And me, the Adam Ganong. Dave Kiney is our marketing mogul, assistant producer, and personal poltergeist popper. Thank you very much for all your services, Dave. Uh, you can find past episodes of the show on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or wherever else you find your podcast episodes. If you like the show, please leave us a review on iTunes. It would mean the world to us. And if you want your own pair of ghost goggles, please email me, ghostgoggles at Mm gmail.com. Do not email me, please. I do not want to talk about it. No. And I think that's all we got for this week. So with that, we are out.